Hello, everybody in podcast land. Welcome to episode 10. Episode 10. Topical Punch, the magic number. Number 10. We were told that uh, it takes about 10 episodes for you to find your stride. And uh, <laughs> I think we're really well, finding it. I think we, we got three more because the Phil episodes were, was one, it split into three. So let's sure. give ourselves to lucky number 13 to yeah. see if we really got this thing figured out. Yeah. Uh, happy to be back on a somewhat normal schedule. Um, some good things have happened. I have, I've had a pretty, pretty good week full of some, as I call it at work, some wins. Some wins. Uh, I think the last time uh, we spoke, we talked about Moth. We did. We happy did. Happy to announce that... Uh, God, was it last week? Yeah, last week I won the uh, Story Slam. Congrats. Well, let's Thank toast you. Oh, yeah, that right cheers, there then. Cheers. cheers. Then get the, uh, the, the slam. The booze. Yeah, the slam. The booze, the booze slam. Uh, what are we drinking tonight? We got uh, four roses again, but we're mm-hmm. going to spice it up. We got some extra uh, Jack, but also some Glen Morangi we're going to throw yeah. in the mix. Always, it always sounds like, I always want to say like lemon meringue. Lemon meringue. Sound, like when, you, when I look at it, I just want it to taste like lemon. Like when you were a kid, okay, did I ever tell you the story? Never tell the story. Okay, me and Pete Yankovic, my best friend growing up. I might have talked about this, but who cares? I'm going to repeat myself. During the holidays, we would play Gangster down in his basement. Gangster? Yeah, did I ever talk about this? Anyway. What is Gangster? He had, he had a bar in his basement, and he loved Coca-Cola. I mean, I've never seen anyone drink more Cokes than this kid. So we were... He, one of us would be the bartender, you know, wiping off the bar. What can I do for you, pal? You know, that whole thing. And the other guy would be like uh, just some strung out, you know, mob guy who was alone. On, it was Christmas. He's alone. Give me a shot. And so we all we had back there was Coke. And so he would, and we, we had shot glasses. Shot of Coke. And then he'd pour us a shot of Coke. And so then we like, you know, pretend like we would like down it. So as I got older, I just always associated that any brown liquor would have that sweetness to it. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. But then what would happen? It ended up, we would like have a fake argument and we had, you know, toy guns and we'd have like a shootout <laughs> between me, some strung out mobster alone on Christmas and the bartender of some bar, the only patron. We'd get in an argument and then, you know, and then we'd switch roles. So like, all right, it's my turn. Right, right. Bartender. Now I'm going to be the strung out Coke guy. <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, God, what was my point? Oh yeah. Lemon meringue. Uh, Glenn Morangi. Yeah, thank you. Um, okay, so yeah, one moth. Um, this, the the theme was traps. So I told a story about my house in Nashville being infested with brown recluse spiders, and how Ooh. I yeah. cue the audience. Uh, and so the only way to combat that was to use sticky traps. So I already had the f- story figured out because I was going to do the the couple weeks prior. The theme was home. I was going to tell that story. I already had had it practice, and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm going to nail this. And I went second, which is kind of a death sentence, but I hung in there and I was by myself because I didn't really make a big announcement to any of my friends. And uh, I'm sitting there having to watch eight more storytellers like on the edge of my seat. Oh my God, I got the best score. Am I going to do this? Right. And I did. So that means I get to go to the Grand Slam, which I don't know when it is. They're going to let me know. And I tell a story with nine other storytellers, which is then judged again, but it's on a grander stage and Nice. Like well, I think you uh, alluded to last week that you weren't a uh, professional mother yet. Like you said something mm-hmm. about uh, how you uh, aren't a pro storyteller yet. So you throw these moths and start out right. small. 
Yeah. So does this mean now you've graduated? This um, is kind of like getting your degree and moving up? I feel, you know, what was funny is when I first started uh, thinking about doing the storytelling, I always thought the moth would be, I'll just work up to that. But I just said, fuck it, I'm just going to start doing them. Right. And so I've gone six times and I've been picked four, which is a really high percentage because they only take 10 people a night and sometimes, you know, 40 plus people sign up. Uh, But by definition, a professional is someone who gets paid. (laughs) So I'm not... So... I mean, I have a certificate they gave me. I think if I I were to win the Grand Slam, um, that would be awesome because I don't know what's after that. If they pick you for like a curated show, I'm just hoping I make the... The podcast or the radio hour. I don't, I don't even know if you have to win for that to happen. I think they just might uh, just pick a story that they like from the week because right. they, you know, they're all over the country. So that was a big win. Uh, and then I finished the rough draft of my memoir. Nice. Took two years. Two years. Uh, <laughs> and on, in Word, it's 277 pages, but I'm already working with an editor. And he asked me the page count. I told him. He said, well, actually, when you transform uh, tr- transpose that to actual like book layout it's over 600 pages <laughs> so, so it's an epic novel it's an it's it's like the iliad so i have to definitely trim the fat and he's gonna help me do that so that was my those are my two big things those are big and then uh <laughs> to cap it all off i had right the, the morning after the moth win i had a very humbling experience so it was like i went from a high to kind of like a medium i didn't go to a low because i didn't you know, it wasn't anything devastating. It was just an interesting uh, experience for Moment me. for you, yeah. And again, it's a poop story. All right. <laughs> Always comes back to poop. So, when I, you know, I had to do my like yearly doctor check-in, blood work, just to make sure my levels are right, make sure I don't have any STDs. But the last time I went in there, I've been having like weird stomach issues where... I just, I, I I always feel full, but I'm hungry at the same time. I never feel like I fully uh, deplete, mm-hmm. you know, myself. Oh, yeah. So he's like, oh, we'll do some, we'll do some stool sample stuff. Okay. All right. I've, I've done that before where you, <laughs> the easy one where you paintbrush the poop under the, <laughs> under the like test oh, yeah. strips. Finger, so finger I painting thought, poop. Yeah. So I thought, okay, that's easy. I can do that. But then he gives me, or no, no, I show up to the, 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 the Quest Diagnostics place and they give me a uh, specimen cup. <laughs> Well, it's this for we need a gram, a gram, a gram of, of turd of, of poo. Yes, I'm like because you know what that looks yeah. like. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, I'm pooping in a cup, and they're like, of course, you know, obviously it's easiest if you do it in the morning and drop it off first thing, so you don't want to be carrying around a stool sip <laughs> all day. So okay, so Wednesday morning, I've never done this before, so I'm like, I'm dreading it, and I'm really, I'm, I'm kind of nervous because <laughs> I don't know how, how how's this gonna work. So I go and I sit down and I put the cup like where I think it's going to come out. <laughs> but then I get stage fright. So I'm, I'm sweating. I'm walking around my apartment like, all right, like trying to psych myself out. Let's, let's do this. So finally, like third time's a charm. I get in there and I'm pushing real hard. And I'm like, okay, here we go. And then, you know, I don't, I, I wait, don't wait, want wait. it to like. The first two times nothing happened? I just sat. It was like I sat there. <laughs> like ghosty. Like it was like uh, <laughs> Axl Rose wasn't, hadn't showed up for the gig yeah. yet. So oh just, my gosh. So I'm just, okay, that was a waste. So I'm like, I, I walk around, have some more coffee to kind of get things moving, right? So finally, I, third time's a charm, I sit down and I, you, you don't want to push too hard because you don't want it to all come out, you know? So you're trying to like slowly reveal it. And then I, I feel like, okay, here Slowly it, reveal yeah. it. So like, here it is. <laughs> Ta-da. So I, you know, you, you can't, like, I didn't want to like pinch and have drop in. So I kind of did like the scrape and swipe. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and then, but then you, you don't know how much is getting in there. And so until, you know, you, you pick up the cup, you're like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's a couple grams. That's, that's maybe 10 grams. And right. then I, there was a, like an undigested lentil in there. <laughs> And so I'm well, like, sir, you oh seem man. To be healthy. I'm like, well, someone's gonna know what I had for dinner last night when I bring this in. So, so I, you know, I, I finish, I, I cap the the specimen cup, and then I realize it gave me a clear bag to transport this in, and I have to go and drop off the sample right. at the lab. So I'm like, I'm not gonna cross the street with like just a green cup with turd in it. I'm, I I don't want to walk around. So I find this like brown paper bag so it looks like i'm carrying my lunch so i get there <laughs> so i get there and i think it's just gonna be a simple here's my stuff thank you but like no you have to sign all these papers and you have to so i'm sitting <laughs> sitting in a chair with like my brown bag <laughs> on my cool. lap so finally i sign and i leave so i mean i went to the doctor everything's fine um no STDs, ladies. <laughs> um, you get the results back though. The poo. The, well, I got the 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 paint the paintbrush one. No celiac, <laughs> which they were testing me for. Good. Which I can still eat gluten, which is awesome. Uh, but yeah, if I you know they said if anything's bad, we'll call you. And I haven't heard anything, so knock on wood. So that was that was my week. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Yeah. How is how pretty was, uh, what good. Do you got, what do you have to report? Well, actually, uh, I went uh, I went away to uh, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Missouri. To, uh, Misery. Just um, it's a beautiful steak. But uh, went there, and I actually didn't know it was beautiful steaks. Every time I'd gone there, it'd been in the middle of winter time. It sucks. Christmas, and it's snow. Yeah. And everything's yeah. just snow. And I'd always hear from my girlfriend how great the lake was. I'm like, what lake? There's never a lake. Like, every time there we are go, tons of lakes? There are, but yeah. like we would never see a lake. It'd yeah. always be just snow. And yeah. I'm like, what's this lake you're talking well, they about? They don't know lakes because they're not from Michigan. They're, they're used to pocket lakes. Right. We're used to like oceans yeah. of lakes. Right. Yeah. Can't see the other side. And so... Um, it was cool. They had just had actually a huge rain several days before, so it flooded everywhere. Oh. So when we got there, uh, everything was underwater and like, you'd go to the boat dock and the entire parking lot is underwater. And like the little code box where you have the, the gate to oh, open the yeah. gate mm-hmm. was underwater. I mean, it was, oh, wow. um, but they had, it was cool. I got to see a little place called Table Rock and they have a dam there and they actually had the gates open and, they were only open like six inches and water was just flooding out. Apparently, oh. it's like 72,000 gallons per minute when they have them open all the way up. Is that something like something ridiculous? For like the gen, like the for power, you mean? Like well, no, it's it's to keep the town from flooding because oh, it's in Branson, Missouri. Uh, and it, it's like it would flood. And so this kind of keeps it from. From flooding, essentially, they let it in slow, let the water in slowly, but um, so, so that was kind of cool. Isn't Branson Vegas for old people? It is, the Vegas for old people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still going on there. They still have a couple shows, um, which everyone there was like, we got to take you to Dixie Stampede, which is Dolly Parton's uh, oh. like dinner theater show, well, that's, I guess. I love Dolly Parton. Uh, I wish it was fun. I did too. Uh, but we didn't, you know, ended up going. They actually have like. A, a half of a Titanic in the town. I guess some guy was a big Titanic buff and brought all these memorabilia there. And there's a museum. And is it like actual memorabilia? Yeah, like I guess. Artifacts from the I guess. Wreckage? Yeah, wow. apparently some billionaire guy invested in the brother. Billionaire. Yeah. Um, you know, and Yakov still has Yakov Smirnoff still has the residency show there. Yeah. Well, he <laughs> did for like 25 years. Um, I which that. I saw him out here in L.A. He was the second build act. 
when I went to the comedy store, it was like Bill Burr and then Yakov Smirnoff. Is he, is he still pretty funny? He's still, uh, he, he, it's a different kind of humor. It's, it's actually clean humor, which is like, right. you know, refreshing. But, yeah. it's uh, but he, does, him. he does the whole like, uh, he'll say a joke and like, whatever. It's it's like more um, uh, more observational humor and like, you didn't think about that before, but you will now. Uh, you know, or like one yeah. of those things where you're like, that's pretty you know, good. That's that Yakov. Yeah, right on. Just right, right, right on. <laughs> Just right on point. I, I flew an airline, uh, by the way, called Allegiant Airline, which is very small, but they fly right into Springfield from do we, LA. Do we need to hashtag this? And they're 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 terrible. Mm. <laughs> they're terrible. It's like uh, it's like Spirit Airlines. You know, where you pay for your bag and all that stuff. Yeah. And you get like a bottle of water cost five bucks, you know that whole thing. But the the flight was like a couple hours late. We got on the flight. We're sitting on the plane, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we seem to have a problem fueling the plane, so we're going to be stuck for a while because the fuel gauge is broken. So we got to fix it. And I'm like, you guys couldn't figure that out before we all got uh, on the plane. It should be like a basic test, right? So we sat there for two hours, but we hadn't wow. eaten um, any meals because the flight was at like noon. But we like left yeah. the house at like eight, you yeah. know. It's like, oh, we'll eat when we get on the plane. So we just sat there for two hours in our seats at the gate. And I'm like, why? They let us Ugh. off. You know what I mean? So we can. That's the worst. But yeah, that was. Uh, and then the flight on the way back was also delayed. Oh, it was delayed. And I got a text in the morning saying your flight's delayed 35 minutes. Well, oh, with this right. airline, the people leave the gate at 45 minutes. Or they leave the desk 45 minutes. So when you go to check in for your flight, if it's after 45 minutes, they're gone. Is so that, is that company policy? Apparently. So if you wow. right. uh, check a bag, I usually do carry on, but it's actually cheaper to do a check bag than a carry on. You yeah. have to pay for a carry on, which is like thirty five bucks, but check bags twenty five. So <sighs> I get the text that said it was thirty five minutes late. I'm like, great. So I can still get there forty five minutes before my flight, right. which I've already checked in, mm-hmm. drop my bag off, be fine. I got there fifty minutes before my flight, which would have been eleven fifty okay. when the original time was noon, but right. I was leaving at you know, 1140 uh, or 1240. And the lady's like, oh, well, you're late in We can't guarantee your bags are going to make it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like the flight's not leaving. No, no, you're late checking. You got to, they made me sign a paper, a waiver saying, we're not responsible for your bag to even make it to your destination. And I was like, all right, fine, I'll sign this. So I sign it. Was it uh, a direct flight? I mean, it was a direct it, flight. Where's it going to go? Oh. She's like, just because the late check. I'm like, you're not leaving for another 40 minutes. Like, then why would you even send me a notice there's going to be a late flight? I would have just come here at the normal time. So I got through security pretty quick, and as I get to the gate, like, they're they're not even boarding yet, you know? And then they didn't even leave till uh, it was after 1 o'clock. And I was just kind of like, so I rushed here, said it was late, yeah. and then we still sat for another, you know? Anyway. She's probably just frustrated with her job, or like, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, it's the end of my shift. Right. This a-hole, right. handsome a-hole is coming <laughs> up to the counter. Who's this a-hole? I don't yeah. want to deal with him right now. <laughs> right. I mean, I get like that at my job leave. sometimes. Well, I'm, but yeah. Well, I mean, so is the airline industry as of now. I guess it's to be expected. Yeah. Well, and I was saying, I think maybe you and I talked about this before, but like, I feel like with an airline, they should have a scale. I don't. I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want. No, I don't want to. Like, I, heard, I heard the word scale. I don't want to. I well, I don't want to be. Uh, you know, insensitive. Yeah, <laughs> insensitive or uh, you know, a fattest. Yeah, I just think you know. Listen, if they're gonna tell me it's twenty five bucks to check my bag because of weight. Yeah. Okay. And that's why. Just, just be straight with me. Don't lie to me. Yeah. You, you want to make more money. Yeah. Like, if it's about weight, guess what? I weigh 180 pounds. The guy next to me weighs 320. He walked on with just his carry on, so he paid less money than I did, but he weighs double what I weigh right. almost, 
and yet I paid more money and he said it's about weight. You know what I mean? Like have a scale. You get on your under 400 pounds total or 350 then you don't charge it. Like it'd be, you know, uh, right. the, those games at the, the, the carnival. Yeah, right. Guess, guess, my, guess, weight. What you guess weigh. my weight. Yeah. Um, obviously that would never change but that's why I always laugh. I'm like, don't don't say it's about weight. Just say yeah. you're you're broke and you need money or, or you know what? Factored into the flight prices. Sure. Just factor it in. I'd be like, done with that. An extra 25 bucks. We wouldn't even know the difference. And right. then, well, because there's one less step you have to take, too. Right. Like, whether you're checking on the computer or you go to the, the counter, you, you know, just... Right, yeah. Pay extra. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's annoying. The way anyway, three lines. Yeah. So, it's good to be back. Um, and uh, I think that we, you and I, we had mentioned... Oh, I wanted to hear, because we were talking last time about your um, dating experiences yeah. and how... You had a girl that had put your number of phone as Jesse Bumble. Bumble because we had met on Bumble. Right. But you said she actually got a hold of you again. Well, so it kind of, you know, we had this, we had one great night of texting. Uh, <laughs> and it kind of fizzled out because she's never going to hear this because I've already, <laughs> I had a blocker on social media already and I'll get to that. Because um, she started talking about, um, she's really into self-help stuff, which is totally cool with me. But she started, it was like, it started to sound cultish, and it was like that book, The Secret. Oh, geez. Things like that. No, not knocking anyone who has <laughs> been changed by that, but right. it's just not, that's not my style, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, oh, well. And she didn't drink. I can't trust anyone who doesn't drink. Well, especially like if they don't drink. Yeah. And then, yeah. Because right. like, that's my favorite. Like, first date, let's go meet for drinks, have one or two, get a little, you know, relaxed and uh, have a good time. But if I were to go meet somebody and I'm just sitting there, like maybe one or two, maybe three whiskeys in, and she's right. just drinking iced tea, I'm gonna feel like a freaking like WC Fields. Well, right, <laughs> but I understand like a cleanse. Like some people do a cleanse and well, all that yeah, jazz. But this is just, but like her I've never, I never drank or whatever. Yeah. And I, like I know people that have never drank before. Yeah, for me, it's kind of like, all right, just don't look at me weird when I right. have a cocktail. Yeah, and I don't think she would have. I just, I guess, my insecurities. I would have felt like a lush. <laughs> I mean, right. it's like, was it Dean Martin that said, I feel bad, or it's either Dean Martin or Frank Sinatra, I feel bad for people who don't drink because when they wake up, that's the best, best. they'll feel all day. All day. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, so that was, that. so there was already red flags, like, you get to see, you see someone on their online profile, like, oh, they're cute, and they might list some things they like, cool, and then you start chatting, and then, hey, she, she gave me her number, I'm like, all right, cool, awesome, and then was when I found out, I don't drink, oh, and then I really like you can this. get past like I don't want people to think that you're like again no. like you can get past that easily. I just, it, but it, it's such a <laughs> sound like an alcoholic. It's just such a part of my social life that sure. I would like to share that with somebody. Well, and you enjoy you enjoy like some people drink to just get drunk. Mm-hmm. Like that's why they drink. But you you enjoy the taste of yeah. like whiskeys. You I'm enjoy coming, like I like to come home after a long day. I'm gonna have a drink. Right, relax, and you I feel like you've really started to enjoy wine a, a bit. I, I, I you know, before I, I just uh, fell in love with whiskey, I was totally a wino, but it was like the real cheap stuff. Um, <laughs> in, the, in the box? I just like, I, dude, there's some, Frenzy. not frenzy, there's <laughs> other stuff that comes in the box that's really good, and it keeps longer. Uh, but no, I, I, I like the romance behind um, alcohol that has to go through this whole process of like aging yeah. and all these different flavor profiles. Like it's, there's like a whole, so when you're drinking it, you're like, it's like you're drinking the past. I like that whole aspect of it. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I like wine. Um, I, well, it's the same thing with wine. It's not my first choice. It's the same thing with wine. What do you mean? Wine ages oh, yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and if you open it at first, it tastes right. uh, you know, better after it's been in right. the breathe. But, but people that drink 
uh, not ribbing on everybody here, but like vodka. Vodka is just kind of like, eh, we'll make this the easy one. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, well anything, anything that you have to add flavor to, like, oh, I've got, how about yeah. citron and you've got, I've got tangerine vodka it. and all. It's like, well, clearly it's not that good if Cotton you have to candy. add all these flavors to it to make it good. I gotta, I'll admit though, there, I, there have been times where I've sipped on, like, I like, I love kettle one. I've just sipped on that. Kettle one's not bad. With like vodka. a ice cube. And vodka to me, I'm gonna burp, excuse me. Kind of tastes like a little bit of vanilla flavor if it's if it's good vodka. Mm-hmm. But of course, yeah, vodka's like that's for brunch for me. Make me a screwdriver. Make me a Bloody Mary. Yeah, Bloody that's Mary. Kind well, of, Bloody Mary. Yeah, for sure. That's like that's what got me to kind of like vodka. But also, like I had never liked martinis ever, and then my buddy vodka martinis. Yeah, my, well, my buddy Dave was like, "Hey, get it dirty." Yeah, and I was like, "What dirt?" Like he's like, "Get it's it good. extra dirty." Yeah, and extra dirty, I love because it was that it was that salty. Yeah, and I'm more of a salt. You know, I'm not yeah. a sugar, not a sweet tooth, sweet guy. guy. I'm yeah. more of a salt, and so the olive juice really added to it. I'm like, oh, I actually like a good martini. Every time I go to the Dresden, that's what I have to get. It's a great spot. See Marty and Elaine. Love that place. Um, um, so, so yeah, so uh, uh, yeah, so so this girl, um, we were texting, and then it kind of just fell flat. You know, I was mm-hmm. watching the. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction with Pearl Jam, so I was kind of distracted, mm-hmm. and I think I, I felt like I got a little bit uh, defensive, not defensive, but just maybe o- offensive, on like, oh, well, you know, spirituality, whatever, the secret, yeah, that's cool, but I prefer this, 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 so I'm like, oh, I turned her off, mm-hmm. no big deal. So like two weeks later, a couple days ago, I'm sitting there, and she texts me, I'm like, oh. And I read it, and I'm like, I don't really, I don't want to start this all back over again. And it seemed really light at the beginning, like, "Hey, did you? You it seems like you disappeared." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I had, you know, turned you off based on my prior conversation. I apologize. What are you up to? Like, just trying to be friendly." And then she got really sour. You know, I delete all my texts. What did you say? I never keep texts. <laughs> uh, I thought you were supposed to call me. We were supposed to get together. I'm like, oh. I, from what I understood, I'm reading through our old text right now. We said we'll keep each other posted on our schedule. You deleted your text. I, maybe you misread me. I'm sorry. Right. And then she just ended it with like, whatever, doesn't matter, forget it. So <laughs> they just, her reaction felt really, to me, a little bit psychotic. So I blocked her number. I found her on Facebook. I blocked her there because I don't want her like coming trying to find me. I blocked right. her on Bumble, all this stuff. It was just so weird and i'm like I'm, I'm already so kind of fed up with this whole process to begin with right i've deleted tinder because it was just i wasn't getting the results i wanted <laughs> right it was just, it just I'm out. It, it became it everything felt spammy and no one was leaving i know it's a hookup site but i'm looking for more than that and no one left a description on what they are into and it was just felt really like like snarky and right i'm like f this i'm done i deleted it so well, also, uh, and maybe people, maybe this is a normal thing, not for me, because in my cell phone I still have texts from like 2011. I will but say like, that's a, but that's a that's little different. weird for me. I mean, not keeping texts, deleting all texts. Why do you? do I'll that? I'll delete like those group texts if it's sure. Hey, we're like everyone's going into the baseball game, so we're on a, a chain right now, sure, just to keep each other posted where we're at. Okay, once that event's over, delete it. Right. Because I'm, texts take up a lot of space they on do, my but, phone. They do, but deleting, like, all texts. I delete all texts. Okay. Why? What, do you have a? Do you have my old Samsung flip phone <laughs> right. with T9Word that can only store up to, like, 25 messages at a time? Exactly. Her whole process seemed, like, just, uh, like, 
she just came on too strong. I'm like, this is bad news. I guess I'm old enough to, to see the signs. Yeah. Well, and, and maybe for the listeners out there, you know, maybe I'm getting too hung up on the whole, like, deleting text <laughs> thing. And then, but then blaming you. Well, you were supposed to call me. It's like, no, 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 no. Hold on. You don't have a record of the situation. I do. So you, <laughs> I do. So you're wrong. Right. Well, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Forget it. Typical, like, oh, well, yeah. then never mind. Um, yeah, I could said that, but didn't you also, but didn't you also after this have another weird experience I where had, it was like, yeah, we wanted to, t- so this is one of the sarcasm. topics. Oh. One of my topics is that I want to bring up was sarcasm because I had a date last Friday with a very beautiful Brazilian woman. Um, and prior to our date, we had been just texting like all week, all week. She's got a, uh, shih tzu like I do. Um. Mm-hmm. She was raised by a single mom. Oh my god, this is great. So a lot in common. And then as the week's going on and on and on, I can like she's like, I'm really excited about Friday. I can't wait to meet you. It's like Christmas morning. Uh, you know, um I'm really looking forward to getting to know you. I'm like, oh my god, I'm I'm yeah, I'm feeling it. This could be something. So I'm getting like the butterflies, right? So I'm nervous as hell on Friday. We meet right down here. We were we were gonna have a drink at birds and then go to a UCB show. So I, of course, knowing me, if you're on time, you're late. So I get there like right at eight <laughs> o'clock and I'm sweating. I'm like, I'm, I'm outside the restaurant. I'm looking back and forth because I know she, and again, she lives in the neighborhood. So huge plus. So I'm like, she's going to walk here, but I don't know which direction. So I'm, I'm looking like a paranoid, you know, criminal just right. back and forth. Then finally I see her and I was, ex- I had just been building up to this like big fireworks. Oh my God, this is going to be awesome. And it was just kind of hi and i learned portuguese let's see if i can remember you learned portuguese for like Like, i learned to say hi how are you you are beautiful let me see nice oi tudo bem very romantic uh i can't remember the you are beautiful part anyway so i was trying to impress her and it just it felt like it kind of fell on deaf ears i'm like ah whatever and then we go to have drinks and i slow slowly realize she is really 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 sarcastic because there are things that she says that i can't tell if she's kidding or not Mm-hmm. To where I have to keep stopping here and saying, "Are you serious?" Right. And then she'd say, "Oh, I'm just messing with you." And then like she started getting annoyed that I was questioning her sincerity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm already like, "Oh my god, this is not going the way I want it." So we go to the UCB show, and then we're like, "Let's have one more drink." So we go to a bar that her friend owns right down the street, and we get into the bar. We meet her friend, who's the bartender. And her bartender looks at me and says, oh, first date, how's it going? And I jokingly, maybe, dare I say, sarcastically say, I'm having a good time. I don't know about her. And then my date <laughs> my date goes, he just needs constant validation. And I'm like, okay, screw this. Uh, this is, uh. So failure. I was so bummed out. I felt like when I left that date, it was like I had broken up with somebody because I built it up in my head. Like, this is going to be awesome. She's going to love me. She's going to meet my friends. We're going to have this great existence because she's right down. Anyway, I get home and I'm like, damn it, Griswold, what happened? And I realized I don't do sarcasm very well. Or maybe it's it's not that I don't do it well. When someone's overtly sarcastic, it bothers me. So where is that? Line. Well, I think I think what you're trying to say is when like sarcasm is great when you're in on the joke. Mm-hmm. When you're not in on the joke, it becomes uh, malicious. But this is I always say that the reason ISIS exists because they don't understand sarcasm. So they, I don't want to be like that. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't understand parody or um, 
Uh, satire. Thank you. Satire. Uh, which, you know, sarcasm is is related to that. I just, yeah, you're right. If if I can be sarcastic with you all day long. Yeah. A, I know you. Right. But B, I know if you're sarcastic with me, you'll let me off the hook either by laughing after a sarcastic yes. remark. Right. Or saying, I'm just kidding with you. She never did that. She never laughed. She looked, she'd be so deadpan looking me in the eye or just <laughs> wouldn't, uh, um, yeah, just wouldn't let me in on it. And so I started to get offended by some of the things she was saying. <laughs> but then I see all these profiles that are, these girls say, you know, fluent, it must be fluent in sarcasm. And now I'm like, I don't know if I want to meet with you. Because if you're going to act like that, like, I just don't want to, the entire date to be a guessing game. Right. And I also think that because she's a model and she's in LA, yeah. she probably, not she has a chip, chip on her shoulder, but I think that she think she can get away with whatever just because she's gonna, oh i'm kind of sure. hot shit and i thought maybe maybe this is a cultural thing maybe because she's brazilian for sure i i i will say this you know i'm getting old enough to the point where i can identify uh positives and negative experiences so i learned that i i don't re- sarcasm is not on my top my top of my priority list for right equality <laughs> of, of a woman who, of well a woman. and you learn that so that's the positive right. you found from yeah bumble it's just it was it felt like I was just being insulted the entire time. Yeah, you know I'm I'm all down uh, down to joke around with you, but when it's just like the whole validation thing, yeah, she's probably being sarcastic. It, it was just so shitty because we texted each other like six times a day, and then it went from that to like nothing. Well, it's also because you're trying to be a gentleman. You're not some yeah. sleaze bag who's no. just trying to like get laid. Right. I mean, you're 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 legitimately like trying to meet someone, but you you like you said you grew up with a single mom, so yeah. like you know how to treat women and stuff like that, and so. There's almost a a dominance aspect there too when somebody is like sarcastic over you, like as yeah. a female male. To, oh well, you're. It's almost condescending. Exactly what it was, and that's and that's why I think you are like yeah feeling that way. Well, and I I had I had a recent experience with that for <laughs> a while, which sure left did. a sour taste in my mouth. So I now feel like I can recognize it, and I'm like I'm never getting myself in that position again. And sitting with this girl, I had flashbacks. I'm like oh. This would be another one of those. A train wreck. So yeah. I'm out. Now now you'll know exactly right away what yeah. to what to look for yeah. and, and all that stuff. I'm getting real like like I said, I've deleted Tinder. I'm about to delete delete Bumble. I just I'm ready to like run into somebody at the grocery store. <laughs> the old fashioned yeah, way. you might even I mean, you've been doing music stuff lately or yeah. moth or I, whatever. I have been you know? yeah, doing more music stuff than moth. I got I got asked out after I won the moth. There you go, buddy. But I was so like tired oh, yeah that's right did i tell you this yeah, so i'm yeah. sitting there and i'm you know so as i'm chit-chatting the, the entire as soon as moth is over i don't know if you notice this everyone just fucking leaves yeah did you notice how quickly that yeah, place emptied yeah they jet so no one lingers and so i'm just talking with like the the, the door gals and another guy who kind of helps run the thing and as i'm talking these two women come up and say you know that story was great i really enjoyed it are you celebrating and i'm like well i was gonna go home and take my dog out and go to bed because <laughs> i gotta get up at 6 30 they're like well we're going across the street to thirsty crow if you want to join us i'm like i maybe yeah and i, I never did but right. it was definitely like they're coming on to me and they you know they, they what, were two girls well wow. they were go. cute bad boy yeah <laughs> i wasn't like smitten by them but it was again it was very flattering i just but that to me seems Dude, again, because I've been online dating since 2003, I think it's time to change it up. Yeah, I need. I, I'm. I'm. I'm not that I'm embarrassed about it, but I'm like, 
you'll I'm brave enough to meet someone you'll find someone organically yeah. you know and um I I don't think it's going to be an issue I, I'm with you this city's just hard it's harder to do it in this city it is to meet some my ears are hot sorry it putting is. my glass to my ear there you go Keep with the I, ice mine cube. does that too. I get I get really warm ears. I do in my too. Face when it's, I, it might be alcohol. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> Probably is. And it's a little warm in here. And, I, and I'm getting a little fired up. From all yeah, this. yeah. You're a little moist. So a little, uh, energetic. Uh, I just realized you asked me uh, about my week, and then I was like, oh, was there any down uh, anything that was all on the upside? But I'm like, down speaking of the upside, down on the upside. Oh, is this uh, a segue? It, well, it, yeah, but okay. I mean, like, but. I realized that no, I mean, not that not that personally it affected me in the sense that like I knew this person, but I grew up with uh, Chris Cornell. Yes, um, sad. Which sad, we sad. all kind of did. If you're in your 30s, you grew up with that grunge kind of scene of music, mm-hmm. and I'm just realizing now, like, oh, that was kind of a more of a a shocker. Like, wow, didn't see it coming. Like, didn't see yeah. it coming. Um, and the guy was, you know, the guy has been um, drug free for a while. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's been, he was in rehab, but he, but he's been sober for a while. So that's why when you heard that it was like a mysterious kind of death, I was like, wow, what, what yeah. really went on? Yeah. You know, and I, I know that I had the theory personally that it was kind of like Michael Hutchinson, which I don't think that for the lead singer of NXS, but right. it could be, it could be that we don't know. Yeah. Um, sounds like it was something else, but I mean, the guy was 52. Yeah. He had a family, he had a family yeah. like, and he even posted and I'm, we're both from Michigan. Yeah. He was so that's Detroit. why it was like, yeah. not that it's exciting, but I mean like it, he was in Detroit and he was excited to be back to the rock city even. Yeah. And then and then he goes out yeah. that night. It was kind of a weird. It's it sucks. I, I remember the morning of. I found out because my former bandmate and friend Hiro, he's still a friend, not former friend, former bandmate, <laughs> posted. Former you friend, know, man. seems unreal. Chris Cornell, rest in peace. I'm like, no, that's how I found out. So of course right. I went to Twitter and the news, whatever. And then I started getting texts. Ebbs texted me. My my college friend Eric Ebbinghouse. He was supposed to see them this week. Yeah. And he has never seen Chris Cornell live. And, and now they're live. Slave. Oh, I wanted to so bad. And I got lucky enough to see him two, like see Soundgarden two years ago, which I'd seen Audio Slave, which was awesome. But I wanted to see Soundgarden. The Soundgarden, to me, is like Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. I love Nirvana, but those two really, 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 uh, right from the day I started playing music, were were you know the two biggest influences on me. So that was. Well, also, it's like I'm not a musician either. Like yeah. you're a musician, I got a guitar, I suck at it. But uh, but I always want to play it. I was I was wanted to be, um, which you're going to give me lessons. When sure, I and I'll tell here. you what, man. Some of that Soundgarden stuff is easy to learn. Yeah, because and that's again, that's how I learned playing was just playing along to a lot of their records. Some songs. Yeah. Well, and but like even not being a musician, in our generation, mm-hmm. uh, after Freddie Mercury died, right in our in the '90s. Chris Cornell is hands down the best voice oh, yeah. in 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 he music. Was, he was I might even say in music, best voice of our generation for sure. For sure, yeah. Like I mean, the guy, the things he could do were epic. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, but he also had like a soulful voice, but he could we could really rock it too. Yeah. And 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 uh, it's thing like he could do things that I don't think Vetter could do. You know? No, like, no. I listen. I love like a Robert Plant. Yeah. I love you know Freddie Mercury. I think is maybe the best the, of all him time. Him and David Bowie are my two favorite vocalists yeah. of all time. But. You know, after he died, like definitely that grunge scene, I yeah. think he kind of came on the forefront and just killed it. Oh, and yeah. when Audio Slave went, at first when I heard that he was going to play with Rage Against the Machine, I was like, "How's that going to work?" Because because yeah. Zach, uh, what's De La Rocha, De La Rocha, it was so angsty. Yeah, I was like, "Dude, these guys are awesome." I you know? so I remember hearing that Soundgarden broke up because there the rumor was Cornell's voice was going out. 
and what? He, he wouldn't be able to sing much longer. So that's why they broke up. Totally not the case. Not they broke up because they were just kind of sick of each other. At odds, yeah. And then he does his solo album, which that Euphoria Morning, if you haven't heard it, go on Spotify, go on iTunes, buy it right now. It's fantastic. Uh, that it's very unique songwriting. You know, it's it's a it's a listening album. You have to kind of mm-hmm. let it settle in because it's not. There's a couple songs that are all immediately like, oh my god, I love this. But the more you listen to it and you digest it, you're like, there's he's doing some really unique shit in here. But that's the brilliance of, of albums, which doesn't exist anymore, yeah. really. But you used to soak in an album. You yep. pop in the album in your disc player, and you, and you yeah. beginning to yeah. end, and you decide, oh, like yeah, you know the popular songs. Yeah. Like for me, Soundgarden uh, on, is it super unknown. I don't think Black Hole Sun and Spoon Man are even close to their best songs in that album. Mm-hmm. But those are the popular ones. Right. They're real. They're 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 they're. The gritty stuff is what I love. Yeah. Isn't the day I try to live and that on there? Oh my god, yeah. Like, yeah. And those songs are Fourth of July. Way, Fourth, yeah. yeah. And it's like, um, what's the one we listened to just last night? I forgot the name. Um, uh, uh, that your buddy's your buddy's dad broke the CD. Oh, had the Ty Cobb. Ty yeah. Cobb. That's on uh, uh, down on the upside. Down on the upside. Yeah. Um, which blew up the outside world. I love that song. Both too. Of those albums. I mean, so good. All their albums. To yeah. Me are just amazing. So yeah, it was. Uh, it was so Euphoria morning was my soundtrack in college and post-college. Um, and at the time, my band had broken up. My college band, Blue Star Highway, rest in peace. <laughs> and I was doing... Not the people, the band. Right, right. And I was doing... You know, I... I it's like, if you're a musician and your your first, like, real serious band breaks up, mm-hmm. you don't know what to do except to keep playing. Right. So I was just writing, you know, singer-songwriter songs, and I was playing at, like, coffee shops or whatever under a... Uh, Singer songwriter name. I was I was big into um, Steinbeck at the time. Was reading East of Eden, and one of the family's last name is Trask. So I was going as Trask was my name. <laughs> Nobody got it. I thought it was really clever. No. Nobody understood it. I was going to go by like Beck, like one name Trask, but no one understood it. All right. But at the time, I was I was really influenced by that Euphoria Morning album. Sure. So I was writing. You broke. You want to talk about um, an influence when you listen to Broke. Mm-hmm. The, my my college senior college project was to re- release <laughs> an album. album, and it's one of Duff's favorite. Which by still, I still need to give me that stuck, CD. It's stuck in my CD player, in my car, Can you my get six it out discs without scratching it. It's my six six disc player. Yeah, be careful when you say that. It doesn't it doesn't play. It doesn't play. Can like, you get it out though? Because I really <laughs> let's do it tonight. Because I'll, I want to smash the thing. I want to yeah. burn it. And, and I'm, I'm sure you, you do. Can't get it out, that's the but only, I like I like knowing that I'm the only one that has this yeah, album. But if you if that thing gets ruined, dude, that's lost forever. Seriously. How did I end up with the only copy? Because you begged thing? me for it when I found it at my mom's house. Oh, that's right. So yeah. you had that was a copy. That was yeah, the your wrong mom copy. had. It's the only right, right, copy. Right. So anyway, I recorded this six song EP <laughs> of like these really, really horribly depressing Woe is me. I got dumped by the <laughs> Miss Michigan contestant, uh literally, uh Beauty <coughs> Queen. And but that that whole album was heavily influenced by that Chris Cornell solo. Can totally tell. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Um, but isn't that weird? You you, you mentioned uh, getting it to put on your computer. I think you were telling me, didn't the guy who? Not to digress too much here, but didn't the guy who has the patent for MP3s? Oh yeah. Say he no longer wants to do it, so you no longer will be able to well, have MP3s. This was this this has been a rumor for a long time because in, in my line of work. Uh, we I, I deal with digital distribution all the time, which is delivering you know music to the commercial uh, marketplaces like iTunes and Spotify. Mm-hmm. So you, when you 
or in that world, you hear all the goings on, going, goings, goings, goings on. Wow, I know was ass. I'll take the Szechuan chicken and the goings ons, please. No. Um, <laughs> what did you? Viet, Viet minis. Viet, Viet Wait, hold minis. On. Viet minis. <laughs> Who wants to go to Vietnam? Anyone go to Vietnam? Yeah. <laughs> what did? I, oh, I said something yesterday that uh, I got corrected on. Uh, oh, because I said sweating like a banshee. It's screaming like a banshee. But I sweating like a banshee. I must have heard that. Like it must be a Mike Myers thing. Like it was a pun Sweat, that I right. that I thought was a real phrase. Right. I was like, oh, I'm sweating like a banshee, and it was it was Maggie like, and her friend. They turned, do banshees sweat? Banshees. I thought scream. <laughs> Why don't you make like a tree and get, get out, out of here? here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Oh, MB3. So yeah. so it's been a rumor for a while, and I think the guy who created it i just read this article in time it's gonna sound like i didn't read it because i don't know the details <laughs> but whatever it, i don't know if it's the license for the technology or the he's not gonna, <coughs> he doesn't he's not gonna renew it why would he not though is because he still making money from every mp3 that's i don't made? know see that's the i don't know but, but the thing is, is is apple aka itunes has been speaking of because they like to change shit all the time for no reason anyway ever like the usb jacks are completely oh, changing yeah which I, know. I think is a complete bullshit. well you know why they're doing it they make just continue money. to make money right. so so frustrating because but and I we think, just eat it up because we're right. dumbasses well, we have to i mean i love their products we're recording on a oh, mac right mm-hmm. now anyway so with the mp3 thing um you, i think it's twofold you look at what, what what the uh the consumer prefers which is streaming i prefer streaming i don't buy albums anymore i just stream Stream, 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 stream. Right, but you still have you still have songs on your computer that are MP3s. You can put yeah, on but, an iPad if you or iPod. If yeah, you want but it. I don't. I I use Spotify and I pay for it, which allows you to download like your your playlists, so you can listen to them on. But AirPlay. what is that playlist? It's whatever I want it to be. No, what is the file? I don't. It's not downloading to my phone. There's no. There's no software being traded. It's just like well, then, but it's downloaded it's somewhere. Like it's. <laughs> Yeah, it's an MP3 that is being delivered to services like Spotify. Right. But they're not going to sell them in retail anymore because iTunes... Okay. you can't buy... An iTunes MP3. is saying we're, we're no longer going... When you want to buy music, you're not going to buy an MP3 to store on your personal device. You're only going to be able to stream music going forward. That's but you can still happening. pick the song you want to hear and have it. Yeah. I, I mean, if... I think iTunes is going to eventually become like a Spotify or a Pandora because that's the way the industry is going. It's like when Blu-ray and DVDs or whatever were coming out, you know who designates what that medium is going to be is the porn industry. Like VHS yeah. or beta. Yeah. Whatever they the, the manufacturers waited to see what the porn industry was going to adapt because they knew that's the consumer's choice. Which is crazy. Yeah. So... Crazy. So, I mean, now what do people do with porn? They don't pay for it. They go to uh, they stream Pornhub it. or yeah. whatever and stream it there. I mean, not that I would know. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy. So anyway, yeah. I know a guy. Um, so I, I, I'm a big advocate for streaming because I, I pay for it. And if you think about it, I listen to the same shit over and over and over same. again. So think about you you buy an album once, that's the only time you'll ever see money from it, right? Yeah. The more and more I stream it, and I might be different than other consumers because mm-hmm. I maybe maybe I'm old school, but I dude, all I've been listening to is Soundgarden, Temple of the Dog, 
Audio Slave, Chris Cornell for like the past week. But to go with what you said, mm-hmm. okay, in that model, they're making way more money now because you're paying to stream. Where when you right. said, oh, listen, the same stuff over and over again. If you had that album, it's a right. one time, you pay for a one time. Right. And now you have the music on a computer, listen to whatever you want. Right. If you're streaming, you're paying a monthly fee. So right. if you're listening to the same music over and over again, they're making money every time you're listening to the same stuff and you're not even listening to new stuff. Yes and no, because there's still so many trickle down. Um, streams of that where that revenue goes you have to pay the your digital dis- distributor you have to pay your producer you have to pay blah 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 blah. Right. so by the time the artist gets their money which was also the way in the old school music industry they're getting barely anything I'm because not, it's being you know oh i'm not listen i'm not an advocate for like oh the artists aren't getting their money no, i'm, I'm talking about you as a consumer right are actually spending more money i feel like i'm justifying um the streaming argument because I listen, I, I listen to a lot of new stuff. I put on like the Spotify radio so I can discover sure, new music. Sure. But when I like something, I like something, and I'm a, like Same. I have a yoga playlist, I have a mm-hmm. sleeping playlist, I have a workout playlist, I have a now I have a you know Chris Cornell playlist. So I've been listening to the same songs over and over and over. Sure. And instead of just buying it once or downloading it once, I'm list- every time I listen to it, that's money that's being sent that way. And when you want to listen to your car. You download it to your phone then, per se. Right. Or, now, I was going to say to an iPod, which I, I've started to realize how archaic I am here, <laughs> because nobody has an iPod, and mm-hmm. I learned this, actually, when I was in Missouri, because as I left to go, I had an iPod shuffle I've right. never opened, okay? I don't know how old it was, but it's still brand new. Is the it the little guy? The little tiny guy the, you clip, I have one, which, yeah. which I thought was awesome, because mm-hmm. you want to go work out, oh, yes. run, that's all clip I it on, right? Yeah. So I went, and I downloaded the night before I left for my flight. I stayed up till four in the morning oh, get putting like 300 songs because i'm like oh i want to have this right so i've got music for the plane but i also got it like you know in the car when i'm driving and there's no radio whatever because my phone doesn't have storage to put all the songs right if your phone doesn't have storage on it then you have to stream but then you're paying yeah. money to stream sure using paying minutes, data data right. whatever yeah. Yeah. so I, I put all the music on there it's good to go they're on there i get i go to use it on the plane i go to plug it in it won't turn on. I'm like, well, I know it's fully charged because I saw delay. you were up till four in the morning, fully, fully yeah. charged. <laughs> well, with the shuffles, the jack to charge it is the same jack to listen with the headphones, right? Just like now with the iPhone, the yeah. way those a holes right. changed it up, the jack is the same. Yeah. So you can't charge it while you're on the phone talking in your headphones. Uh, you can't charge your phone while you're in your car in right. headphones, right? Yeah, you used to be able to charge and do it's one jack. Same with the shuffle. So it would work if I could plug it into a wall, but why would I plug it into a wall if it's a shuffle and you want to use it to run? Right. So I'm like, why is this not working? I went into the Apple store, mind you, open the box, put the songs on, first time it's been used. Go in, the guy almost laughed at me. He's like, oh, well, these are obsolete. We don't, you want to sell this on eBay? We don't, we don't, we don't use I'm like, well, I want to just swap the battery. The battery's probably dead. He goes, oh, well, we don't swap those batteries out. I go, what do you mean? You don't swap them out. I go, it's your product. He goes, yeah, yeah, we didn't. When the battery's dead, it's dead. I'm like, so someone pays for this, and when the battery dies, it's just done? That's it? You just throw it out? Wouldn't swap it. I, w- cause I went into you, uh, the place called You Break, I Fix. <laughs> you Break, I Fix. It's like a place. That- Was that Yakov Smirnoff's place? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you Break, I Fix. Yeah. Uh, the old throwback the joke. The old throwback. My favorite uh, kind of joke. See, and, it's not sarcasm. That's right, better. right. Yeah. It, it brought it in, and they were like, we don't fix this. We don't get in there. And So I had to like go on YouTube and check it out to see how hard it was to remove the battery and then buy a battery. And I didn't do all that. So wait, wait. Even though they, it's a rechargeable battery, it just died. I don't because it, it had they, been because it had been sitting in the box. Because they said so it was long. too old. 
whatever. Is, is it because it hadn't been yeah. used in years? Okay. Yes. Okay. Basically, is what they're trying to say, but it doesn't matter. The point is, the battery's right. dead. You don't. You don't even know the battery. I have, an, I have a nineteen. I have, I have a two thousand two Kia Rio that I can still go get parts. Still for. runs. <laughs> well, anyway. yeah, and it still runs. And it still amazingly runs, which enough. is pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. Anyway, and it's gold. So that was that was like, and it's and it's gold. Yeah, uh, which is pretty interesting to me. Um, but yeah, so I was kind of annoyed <sighs> with that. So my, believe it or not, my little nephew, who <laughs> my nephew. Uh, I was talking about my my woes yeah. with my iPod. He's like, oh, I've got one, Uncle Mike. I don't even use. I go, what do you mean you've got one? And kids, of course kids, he does. Kids twelve. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't even mean, use. It's an iPod Touch. Yeah. I stole Beautiful. it from him. I was like, you're giving me that. You don't even use it. Yeah. So, but it's still the old charger. So yeah. like, no one has an old charger. Talking so about like, the wide one. Yeah, the wide yeah. ones have to like That's find different people and yeah. like. Yeah. Um, and so I, you know, use that just basically for car rides and stuff. But anyway, it was interesting to me when you said that because I've got like. 2,500 songs on my computer and my computer is known as obsolete which yeah. I can't upgrade right so now I've got all these songs in there I'm like well how do I transfer them off yeah so like I gotta buy a, an iPod big enough to put the songs on right. to transfer to a new computer you'll still be able to use Firewire it I guess well that or the MP3 will still be a file format it just won't be uh, sold commercially gotcha. it's all going to streaming because as a musician myself if, if I record something and I want to send it to those streaming services i have to send it in some format mm -hmm. you know for them to stream sure so it's going to be mv3 wave format mm -hmm. whatever so it still exists it's just not going to be you can't buy them anymore really and i and, and i agree like streaming is pretty amazing and i actually i love and i hate streaming not just for music but for tv for everything because streaming has become the devil and here's why because we, i know we Preach gotta, we gotta end here Preach i know we gotta end brother. here but Screw Netflix, okay? Here's why. Because Netflix has now made it so every a-hole like me can just like watch any show they want in a short course of time. But it's like, dude, yeah. it's an addiction. And here's yeah. the thing. Like, as you know, Twin Peaks oh, yeah. just came out. Oh, my God. And I know we don't. We could dedicate a whole episode, episode to, to it. And maybe next time we'll, we'll yeah, we should. go into it. Because we'll uh, by that time, a couple more episodes yeah. will be out. And you'll finish but, the series. But I will finish the series. But. I literally start because of my iPod not having the MP3s. I was like, "Oh, I've got my iPad. I'll download from Showtime <laughs> Twin Peaks as many episodes as I can fit. I fit ten. So I, in in flight, in yeah, route, yeah. I watch the first eight episodes, which yeah. is the first season. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna catch up. Try to catch up at least before the new before the new show yeah. comes out. Then I watch the the next." Uh, Eight by per your advice, she's like only only go to number nine because that's when they reveal the killer. If you've never that. seen Twin Peaks, it's a great show. Uh, it's it's not campy. It's more like it's da very David Lynch. It's very cult. The, the re the, there's a reason why it's a why it's a cult classic. Um, and if you're into it's campy, I'll say it's campy, but it's entertaining. It is. The but characters it's also, are great. The characters are great, but the, the the stuff that David Lynch got away with. On CBS yes, yes. in 1990 yeah. blows my mind, yeah. which is why it's on Showtime now. Which is which we will talk about oh, all that. Yeah, but, we need to save this for later. But I caught up, which I love. I was able to do. You that. were literally watching the last episode <laughs> yes. of season two yes. as we were walking into yes. the party that we were going to watch the new the season news on Sunday, and you were great. like, "You're like, watch up to nine, and then watch the very last 30 minutes of the last episode of the second season." And I did it. Which actually, had I not done that, I wouldn't know what was going on. But I, I watched that on my iPad. I, I pulled up to your house. It was like, Jesse, jump in. Yeah. You drive. And I'm watching on my iPad yeah. as I drive. Which I love. I yeah. love that I was able to do that. Right. And consume the world it. we live in. That way, it's a totally different world. Yeah. Before, you had to be at home when the show started. Yeah. And so, it's a love and a hate relationship. Because like now, if you don't... 
if you don't have Wi-Fi somewhere, like, well, I don't have Wi-Fi. Yeah. Well, I'm using, all, you know, like, yeah. I want to be able to. Well, so just screw it, pay the 10 extra bucks. It's, but yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into to phone bills and phone companies sure. and data. And so all next that week's episode but. will be about Twin Peaks <laughs> and phone bills. <laughs> and phone bills. Uh, no, I heard yeah. on the radio today, a guy was talking about, I listened to Sports Talk Radio, and he was talking about how his six-year-old daughter has no idea what it's like to wait for a TV show to come on. She thinks she That's can watch anything yes. at any time. And so she, he was trying to explain to her, honey, that you know, you've watched all six episodes of this new cartoony like there are no more episodes right now she didn't she couldn't grasp that right that she had to wait right like for the next season to come out and it's made we can end it on this it's made <sighs> yeah the younger generations a bunch of fucking idiots yes and no seriously impatient <laughs> no, no. people and, and, it, and it it i'm, I'm scared nervous. i'm actually I'm scared nervous. and nervous to have children because i'm no worried. You'll, you'll raise them right it's all all the other parents kids are gonna be the idiots d-bags yeah, yeah just a bunch of douchebags yeah, I, I and, and you know and i'll end it here too i was talking to my therapist i had actually admitted to her i think i i'm i'm excited to have a kid someday can you you said it? those words i said those words well that's huge, folks. Yeah, that's a big it's one. A big turning because we haven't. Yeah, haven't heard those words out of his mouth. No, ever, uh, ever. But you guys Actually. always tell me you'd be a great dad someday, and I think I'm starting to finally, finally believe it. I feel like yeah. I've got to a point where I'm like, I hate to say it, but I think my bio- biological clock is not ticking, but it's talking to me. It's letting you know it's what's going on. The door. Uh, hey, you got some things down here <laughs> yeah. that you need to take care of. Got some some things you got to do. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's cool. I think we're both uh, in that same spot where. Yeah. Uh, one of these days, uh, we'll see. I but uh, for you, that. you know, ladies out there, one and on this, ladies, uh, very, uh, very uh, single gentlemen right lady, here. I think the only lady that's listening T-Rock. to this is my mom and T Rock. And T Rock. And T Rock. Yeah. Shout out to T Rock. Saw her in Branson when I was there. Oh, Shout out to T. It was love, great. Love She's doing some awesome stuff out there. Yes. Awesome, awesome lady. Uh, love her to death. Um, With a tagger on this. But uh, so yeah, we'll. we'll we talked to. We'll sign off here, guys, and uh, we look forward to coming back to you uh, next week with some with some good yes. stuff. And once again, if you guys have any topics you want us to talk about, uh, please uh, email us. Do you want the email address? You sure do. What is it? Yeah, topical underscore no, punches. No, no. <laughs> Kidding. This topical to- punches yes. at gmail. It's plural. Yeah, punches. Uh, what What is our Twitter yeah, handle? Yeah, it's topical underscore punches. Topical underscore punch. <laughs> yeah. Topical. At topical right. underscore punch. Yeah. Yes. Not not plural. The only thing that's oh, plural is, is our the, email. Is email. And the, and the email has no... But see, it's confusing for me. It's got to right. be confusing for them. I mean, this is like who's on first. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What? No. What's your email? Topical underscore at topical underscore punch. Mm-hmm. And then topical punches at gmail. gmail.com. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. Happy Memorial Day. If we oh, do yeah. not... Uh, Speak to you before then. Have an amazing barbecue. Yeah, go to the beach. I get a. I have a three and a half day weekend. So excited. Uh, But yeah, uh, we're hoping for a great episode eleven and twelve because thirteen is supposed to be epic in our full stride. Maybe we'll do like a big celebration because from that point on, we'll drink some whiskey. Every show will be perfect. (laughs) All right, talk to you guys soon. All right, have a good one.